Welcome to my little boss, everyone as your center for learning as a remorse. Hey there. Welcome to the My Own Boss Instagram project. I'm Julie Porter. You know, I'm not even sure where to start with today's guest. There's just so much. Erin Andrews, owner of Indie Chocolate, began her entrepreneurial adventures when her daughter Indy asked where chocolate came from, which led to Belize and cacao trees. Erin started making natural lotions from cacao and grew a huge following for the products. And that led to chocolate making and an ongoing battle with her chocolate refining machine which then led her to help design a machine that was built to last. See that? Problem solving. She has expanded into a retail shop and cafe, serving up fine cocoa and coffee, as well as her chocolate products. Indy also has some fantastic educational and fun classes. And this small scrappy business was named one of the top 24 chocolate shops in the U.S. by Eater Magazine. Erin also mentors low-income young adults to start their own businesses as well. I hope you enjoy our conversations as much as I did. What I love about your company was that it began with a school project. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, I got involved in my kids' projects, but uh, I think you went... um, above and beyond on this one and you benefited the whole world yeah it actually was um, about yeah it wasn't actually a school project it was a curiosity of my daughter indy got it um about how things grow on trees i was an at-home parent for seven years Uh and um my youngest was just about ready to go into preschool and we were going on a trip down to belize and i met the two people that became my first business partners my first bean to bar chocolate company down in belize and after Two years of doing that, uh, you know, I didn't live down in Belize. Uh, I would go down, and we had a, you know, I had two partners. Um, but after two years of doing that, I realized that's absolutely what I wanted to do and that what I loved. And so I decided to start Indie Chocolate, named after my daughter Indie. I love and, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was actually inspired by um, what we started with. I was when I was trying to figure out how do you finance a second company, uh, how do you get the capital to start that. Uh, was happened after my daughter Sienna had a re- very bad reaction to body care, and uh, when you, you know, as a parent, when you see something like what's bothering her, mm-hmm. and uh, I, when you don't understand something, you do what everybody does, which is Google. Uh, yes, and, uh, love Google. When they came back, the estrogen inhibitors and known carcinogens and all these really bad ingredients that I don't think anyone should put on their skin, let alone my daughter. I started making a, a lotion and lip balms for. Her. And we had a lot of people that kept asking, can I buy your daughter's lip balm? Can mm-hmm. I? And at first I was very, thought that was really weird. You know, right. Very strange. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm, ask, I'm asking myself, how will I get the money to start the business? And I have people asking me to buy something that I make already. Uh, I started Indie Chocolate with Body Care. Oh, no, that's, uh, that I, I was going to ask Vienna. you. That's, that's actually on my list of chocolate. My questions was like, okay, you've got this chocolate product and, you know, you all have to decide, do I want to rub this all over my body or do I want to eat it? And you took care of both of them. Well, <laughs> yeah, we make the chocolate you want to eat. That's what you want to rub on your body. Right, I know. Um, but, um, and, yeah. Yeah, but I wanted something that was um, really good ingredient short list, uh-huh. you know, something that my daughter would use every day. That's the same philosophy I have throughout everything that we make at Indie Chocolate. And so it really, I like to see that we're the most backwards chocolate company ever in that when you start a chocolate company, you start with two things. You start with chocolate and you start with a designer for your packaging. Uh-huh. And um, I'm pretty scrappy when I need to be um, financially. Uh, as a business owner and as an entrepreneur, and it was literally my husband and I sitting next to each other on the sofa. And initial people that bought our products, when the products that I made, um, 
where we'd comment like your packaging is, is awful but I love what's inside and that's actually um, until I could find I could pay for it a designer oh. um, we probably had some of the worst packaging on that's the market. funny um, yeah. so but it that's was this transformation that's, from a body care company to a chocolate company right and that's bootstrapping you just yeah. you're learning on your way and you do things as you can form it, and you do it, and you fix it, and you do it, and you fix it, and, and you're moving forward. So many people get caught up in that. It has to be perfect before I start or before I open. Well, the product was perfect. Right. I mean, the product itself, it was a really good, we saw the same people eight years later right. after after launching that are still buying the same thing uh-huh. from me. Yeah. Um, and so it's a, it's a great uh, it's a great line of body care. Right. Uh, we're, you know, very, we won't sell a product until it's ready. The packaging wasn't ready, but that was something that um, I knew what was inside right. was good, and yeah. thankfully. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad that yeah. you, you didn't, you know, stop there. Like I say, you know, some people, it has to, everything has to be exactly right, and then they never launch. And I think that's wonderful. I started uh, Indie Chocolate in um, tw- uh, 2010. Right. Um, and we started, we launched at festivals. We actually uh, launched the Northwest Chocolate Festival eight years ago. Uh-huh. Had that uh, weekend before last, so that was our eighth anniversary there. Uh-huh. And started really small in festivals. Um, and local shows, and that's how I started Indie Chocolate, and it wasn't until we did a pop-up store in Peg Creek Market uh-huh. uh, for, for Christmas, so we're almost coming up on six years on that ago, oh, great. Um, that we came into Pike Place Market, and I really always loved Pike Place Market. Oh, um, it's great. It, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a champion of, of small business, mm-hmm. and it, it's really about um, meeting the producer, and that, you know, one of the things that I love is knowing my customers and mm-hmm. um and getting that direct feedback uh the number one response to our lotion is oh my god yeah and i know that because i hear that every day uh, <laughs> that people are really surprised at what a great lotion it is. Mm-hmm. so and just how great it smells so it's really nice to have that connection directly to uh, you know from a small business mm-hmm. owner perspective to your customer and that's really why i came into the Pike market and why i love Pike Oh, it's it's um, wonderful it's spot. Yeah, I, it's one of my favorite spots yeah. in Seattle. Having, having grown up here, that used to be our, you know, weekend fun was to go down to the market and and uh, hang out and see, you know buy from the farmers and things. So that was that was great as Absolutely. a young child to do that. Yeah, it was a, it was a big yeah. deal. Yeah, and that's what I took my kids to. Yeah, yeah as well. That's great. So, yeah. It keeps yeah. going. My son actually lives down there, down by the market now, and I'm so jealous of him. He gets to pop down and grab his food for, you know. I would love that. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. <laughs> A lot less commuting hours. Right. Yeah. I remember yeah. Um, yeah. doing some cooking classes way back in the day, and that was part of what we did. Um, for a few of them was to go select our, our, you know, our things from Pike Place Market, the fine quality, and you know how to choose things, which is wonderful. Which is what you did when you were um, you know, starting your company. You went, you know, to Belize and Aruba, I believe, mm-hmm. and and I, I so, like the idea of single yeah. single origin chocolate. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so one of the things I think most people don't realize is just how great the stuff that makes chocolate is, and that's cacao. Mm-hmm. It, it's a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what is responsible for all chocolate in the world. And we're so used to so much vanilla and so much sugar and all these other soy lecithin and all these other things in our chocolate that we really lose sight of how great the, the basis of it uh, and, and really great cacao is. So I like to do single origin. I like to buy directly from farmers when I'm able to, or co-ops. And I really love people to be able to taste the difference of really great cacao and really 
great differences between great cacao. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I can source six different uh, origins out of Peru that will taste different from one another, but all are great in their own right. Uh, so I like to say I can give you a flight of Peru without a flight to Peru. But it's really nice. on your tongue. Yeah. And so for us, it is that experience. It's also that ability to have that playfulness and that discovery like mm-hmm. we do when we're children and we first discover cacao or discover chocolate and find that we really love chocolate. And so we like to have that playfulness added to chocolate. Um, As far as having people have that journey on their tongue, have great chocolate origin bar. Our drinks, um, we have a lot of different ways we play. We actually make spice rubs with cacao as well. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That allows us to work with chefs. We've done a Mm -hmm. chef's dinner series. It was really, really well received. Um, Actually, we're going to be not yet published, but we're going to be doing another round of that because people have just been asking I for more. I saw that you were uh, doing that this fall when um, I originally um, t- started to reach out to you because I was impressed with what you did, and I think that's that's awesome. I love that there's so many things I love about what you do. You know, number one is um, I love your storefront. I love the cafe. Then you put recipes on your website, which is someone who's, you know, a food person. I love that. And what I really also love is that you educate. So you've got some really in-depth um, blogs and articles about, you know, where it comes from and different, I mean, but, and, and then the, the farmers, those, it, you did have such a great variety of information there. And I really like that. Thank you. If I can actually sit down and write more, I've got a lot of other stories with isn't that the problem? Yeah. To get out there. Yeah, it is. It is very much the problem is getting that time to write, write more. Because right. There are a lot of great people that I, I uh, get to work with along the journey. And right. That, that oh, that would, be, that would be wonderful. A richer, yeah. wonderful. It is. Yeah. yeah. When I think about your experiences, that would be you know a whole different um, blog on its own. You know, all the different things, not just the, yeah. the educational aspect, which is fabulous, but then some of those experiences. That'd be that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But you know, it's it's not like you don't have well, enough to do being a mom and a yeah, business owner. And why <laughs> yeah. still? Yeah, I mean, the mm-hmm. thing that we love too, though, is that um, you know I love to do education because I find that people that like education are actually some of the most interesting people mm-hmm. out there. And so I learn from, mm-hmm. from through teaching as well, and that people that are interested in doing things like that are really interesting people. And so we like to we we have a uh, area that we call our gathering space with our, with our new location in Pike Place Market Press. Mm-hmm. And that is about bringing different communities and different people together. And we love the education because it also enriches our lives. Oh, that's nice. And um, we find that people that, that want to do things like that are really mm-hmm. interesting and fun. And um, so that is one of the things why we'll always do education and events and, and just have these ways that we're educating and reaching out to our communities. And you had uh, three or four different classes or more? I, I was looking over your class list, and um, I was trying to yeah. fit, fit one into my schedule that's definitely on my list. Um, they look wonderful. Do you teach the classes yourself, or do you have um, some of your other staff members teach? I do, as well as the team. Nice. Um, yeah. And so it, it really kind of depends on schedules and uh-huh. things like that. We also do private classes and private events, nice. and we also do... Um, like we have today somebody that is interested in starting business that I'm going um, consulting with uh-huh. about uh, some, a lot of the questions she has about starting her own business. So oh, great. Um, yeah. we do a variety of different things. Mm-hmm. And the fun for us too is that we'll have people call us up and say, hey, you know, we'd like you to have to, to do this event at our site or on your, in your place to do that for us. And um, our answer is generally yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. We really like to 
to play and, and uh-huh. individualize uh, the experience for people. I'm going to circle back for a second. What I One thing I love to hear is work with startups a lot. And um, one of the things mm-hmm. when I do a workshop is I'll tell them, reach out to somebody in the industry that you're wanting to go in and talk to somebody who's successful in it. And I said, you, you will be surprised at how helpful and um, amazing they can be in guiding you. You know, don't, so don't be shy. And you know, that's what I love that you're, you're doing that, e- even if it's not in your industry, but just that helpful hand to well, somebody else who wants, who's interested. An area that I've really been working a lot on, uh, I worked with Generation, uh, which is about young female empowerment and entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked with Community Carrot, uh, actually maybe one of their founding members. We uh, we actually, in, in Seattle, uh, we had a fundraiser dinner for them with mm-hmm. Jack's Barbecue as well at Indie Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that uh, Community Carrot is actually through the YMCA Accelerator Program at, in Seattle. It's about getting at youth risk the path to entrepreneurship. Awesome. So entrepreneurship, especially for those that are potentially in some way um, disadvantaged, Mm -hmm. is really important to me because, uh, you know, there are statistics that, uh, you know, minorities, women, all these others really don't have the same path. And so I really want to to level that and I really want to encourage. I sell the machines that get most chocolate businesses started. Uh, I saw that, me, yes. You know, why do you do that? And I say, well, I'm not creating competitors, I'm creating educators. Because the more you know about good chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, you know, it's like specialty coffee. Right. Um, is that if you realize the difference between mm-hmm. really bad old drip coffee and you mm-hmm. understand the difference between really great coffee, uh, you're going to want to have the better stuff. And e- so that's exactly. what I think the industry yeah, 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 yeah. The more, and um, I, I will tell my clients. It's like, um, an example is um, a, a gal I know who was a client has a um, high-end boutique. It's just fabulous. Somebody opened a, a boutique right next door to her who carried similar lines, and I'm just going, this is good. It brings more people to the area, and it gives you all kinds of opportunities. So you know, you can never look at it like it's this competition that somebody has to die in the process of this, where you know, there's we can all survive and help. And um, it, you know it works. And just you got to hone your game. You got to make sure you're better. But um, I, I love that your attitude about that. And I, I, your machines look wonderful, by the way. I like that you have okay. the home model, and then you've got the commercial the model. Very smart chocolate makers. Yeah. yeah. Is that there? I work with the manufacturer because I was not satisfied with the machines that were out there in the industry, and that I was using and fixing all the time. Uh-huh. So working with the manufacturer means that I get the machines that I want to be working on and the machines they don't have to fix. So it's been a win-win situation as far as selling those machines. Well, it sounded like your first machine was like this <laughs> thing of frustration. It was breaking down as much as it was making chocolate. I used to joke that instead of when people say, it's great, you do bean to bar chocolate. I would say, no, I fix machines and sometimes there's chocolate uh, <laughs> just because the breakage rate was just so high. Oh. Uh, I knew something had to change, so... Good engineering and working with a great engineer is, uh, is a pleasure. That's because awesome. Because it means I can make chocolate yeah. instead of worrying about machines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm here yeah. to make chocolate, not yeah. fix. You can, yeah, you, if I exactly. wanted to fix things, I would have opened up a repair shop. <laughs> exactly. Precisely, yeah. That's really cool. Did you open up the cafe at the same time um, that you opened up the shop? Was that part of the dream when you started, or did it just evolve that way? Yes. Actually, I never, I never had guessed that it would take nearly as long or uh, as it did. I came in and did a pop up, and I really, my whole dream has always been for chocolate to have both a cafe and a chocolate factory together. 
because I think they work so well together. Oh, yeah. Um, because yeah. you can do the freshest hot chocolates. But also, I love the cafe culture. I love people coming in. Mm-hmm. I love our regulars. Uh, it's just, it really creates community. And having been an at-home parent for seven years, I really understand and appreciate exactly how important community is. Mm-hmm. And yes. it, we often live very isolated lives. And it's really nice to have a place that's you know, that you can come to and, and people know your drink or your mm-hmm. name, or, you know, it, that you can hang out. We have people that come in and work there. We have people that uh, pop down from the craft mine that uh, when it gets cold, especially, or too oh, hot, yeah. uh, that will come down. And, and you know, it, it really creates a community that we, that we all love working in, and it makes it a special place. That's great. That's great. So, um, can, do you mind sharing your background as far as what you'd studied or where you know where you'd been before? Yeah. Before you moved into chocolate. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah I went to I went to Berkeley. I studied at Berkeley. I got mm-hmm. a um, my, I got my majors in economics and English with a minor in business. Uh-huh. And uh, that business minor was had just enough accounting credits uh-huh. so that when I was working at PricewaterhouseCoopers after school, uh, one of the I did this huge project, uh, very, very stressful project, uh-huh. and uh, the head partner in the firm, my first project at, at PricewaterhouseCoopers, and partner in, the head partner in the Seattle office, excuse me, San Francisco office, uh, asked if I had enough credits to sit for the CPA exam, and I was working uh, in more of the tech side of it, and so I wasn't really thinking about becoming a CPA necessarily, so I said, hold on, let me check, and I checked the number of units, and it was just enough to sit for the CPA exam. Wow. So I actually happened to be a CPA because of that partner's encouragement, because he thought it would be a, a much uh, easier path to partnership, um, being a CPA in the firm, and so that was a really helpful thing for what oh, I do now. Oh my gosh, you know, um, <laughs> you I see, I love, I, I actually love that you came from that business side, and then um, that you have that experience there. I, you know, so much with what I do is support people in setting up their financial systems for their small business or teaching them how to own that part of their business. And that you came in knowing that and knowing it's important, I know that that had to contribute a lot to your success, uh, don't you think? Well, I always say to people that, you know, even if you're not doing your books, uh-huh. you should understand them. Exactly. In, in yes. Uh, is that if you don't understand them, you're going to get yourself into a lot of problems. It's ironic because really my, what I was doing was tech. And so I did things like the first FDA validated system of a um, large enterprise-wide system known as SAP. And so I really had a very um, technical understanding of, of business process. Right. And that was actually almost as important for me as what I do. And that one of the things that I got be a very good understanding of is risk management and process well. Right. And so that's extremely important in chocolate, right? Oh, sure. Because yeah. I want to have really great chocolate. Right. Um, I never want to have, you know, anything that we do that would make somebody not feel well sure. or, you know, anything yes. like that. So so we have processes in place right. um, that really help us that is from that foundation that I got right. at PricewaterhouseCoopers as far as, you know, I looked mm-hmm. at, I, uh, did the system for the flu vaccine so you could tell where the eggs were that were related with the flu vaccine or from which farm uh-huh. all of this total traceability so that, oh, you, like know, that. Yeah. you know if something was tampered on a shelf or on a truck or right. if there was something wrong in the factory mm-hmm. and that sort of understanding has been really helpful 
um, as far as designing chocolate factories. Right. Because um, right. I've designed a few now. Right. Yeah. And cafes, and you know, and 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 working with you know, understanding not only the Department of Health but the Department of Ag right. and the considerations right. and concerns right. to make sure that we're using good manufacturing mm-hmm. practices. Yeah. Um, things like that. Right. Yeah. I think in food service, um, my background, it, my first, the first business I had was a, a restaurant, and it is that is so important. There's so much you can learn about business from that food service end, because you're dealing with yeah. so many different things, and you're you know you're you're having to produce something that's perishable. You um, have to really manage that cost of goods sold like you know like crazy, and you know there's so much. It's a great place to learn business too. Um, you know, so I just think, like I say, I think that what you've done is is really great, and I love that you've got that background there because again, that's what I teach to a lot. And I just did a um, a workshop on understanding profit and loss and the balance sheet, those two main, um, the two main reports and, you know, what, what Very it means important. to your business, yeah. how do you analyze it? How do you, how, how are they created going back to the chart of accounts and how they're funneled into the right bucket? And, and it was really fun, you know, I mean, you get that understanding when people go, Oh my God, I get it. And, uh, and, and then they, you know, it gives them that power to understand and, and analyze their business and make good decisions. And I, like I say, um, there's so many different elements into your business and what contributed to your success. I, but I do love that um, financial business piece as well. I think that's great. So you get the best. That and of, a whole bunch of hard work. Oh, <laughs> there's no, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's no shortage of that. <laughs> that's right. Um, I mean, that's the entrepreneur way. It's like weekend what weekend, you know. <laughs> Exactly. But but you I just talked about a day off, and I was like, "What is this day off thing you're talking exa- about?" Right, right. Um, and then, but then yeah. you know, people will say, "Well, you know, why do you work all the time?" And it's like, it, that that's my passion. That's what I love doing. So it's like, you know, when yeah. I'm just oh, I'm a hard worker. Right. Yeah. I, I get that from my dad. Right. My dad is, is a very hard worker. My sister as well. And then, you know, I'm gonna work really hard in anything I do, so I may as well work for myself. Ex- right. Yeah, I, that's that's fantastic. Are your uh, chocolates available yeah. outside your store? Do you ship them? I mean, I know you ship them, but do you... Um... We ship them everywhere. It's just like the machines on our right. site. We, right. we ship literally everywhere. Um, and do you have retail... So do you... Everything's available online. Okay, and do you have retail outlets um, beyond your store? Like, do you sell to some of the... I'm always so flattered when people ask me that. Yeah. I'm still a small, scrappy business. Yeah. Um, but we are, in, we are in Pikeville Market on Western Avenue. Okay. Small, scrappy business. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's that's inspirational. <laughs> as indie as indie can be. <laughs> right. Um, you know, think of the example you are for your daughters. I think that's, um, you know, that's that's well, one of the know, best thing you can do as a parent is to give them something like that. That was very intentional in my design mm-hmm. of starting my own business was that I wanted something that really worked for my family. Yes. And I think that there's nothing like really having children you know you want to be fostering really it's supportive and things like that but you also want to create a great adult yes and one of the things that's really important is being able to be articulate be able to tell somebody what you need and what you want but also why they want to hire you or to get you into that college Mm -hmm. or um what those next steps are and i felt that there was no better way for me to teach my kids then have my own business in a way that was inclusive of them as they wanted to be included. Yeah, And that really allowed them opportunities as well. How old are they now? They're 16 and 18. Oh. Indy just voted for the first time. Oh, great. Yeah. Very pleased. That's uh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah. um, I've always loved. My, my kids, um, my daughter is a, an entrepreneur, 
and uh, my son is, you know, doing time learning, you know, the business world, and he also plans to be an entrepreneur. So I'm going, you know, it's not anything that we said, oh, you should be. It's just something they saw at the dinner table and they saw, you know, growing up how we were. And I think that's that just gives them, you know, something really unique. And and it's, you know, if if my son stays in the business world all his life, that's cool too. Because he's got that great work ethic, and he understands, you know, what it is to be an entrepreneur. So I just, um, I, I like how that works in the dynamic. Yeah. 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 So, it was interesting. I was just talking to Fran Bigelow's ch- right. children. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Fran yeah. Chocolate, and yeah. um, they were saying that as kids they didn't want to take over the family business, but yet now they are. Um, oh. But it was a great discussion, and, and um, it made it was. It, very reassuring as a parent. And oh a yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that my daughter would, but it's kind of like she's always had kind of a side gig, and then you know, pretty now she's a full blown entrepreneur, which you know makes my heart proud. But um, that's funny that they didn't want to, and now they are. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's a she's an icon in the area, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I I really love that you've carved out your position and you are one of the the top 24 chocolate shops in the country. I love that. In Eater Magazine. I'm very excited to get that honor from from Eater. Yeah. When did that come out? Absolutely. That came out just a number of weeks ago, actually. That's what I thought. The first time I'd seen your site, it was not there. And then when I was visiting it recently, I thought, oh, wow, that's so cool. And I actually meant to open with that. So. Uh, um, but that was, yeah, that was really, really cool. Okay. Um, but definitely. Yeah, and actually we're in uh, Edible Seattle this uh, November, December as well. Okay. Uh, which is, which is a uh, magazine I've long drooled over and uh-huh. admired. Um, some of the best food porn made locally, it's, I think. Uh, yeah, so it's we beautiful. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is so cool. Well, congratulations on that. And, um, you know, I, Thank you. I wish you a... a wonderful holiday season with um, lots of good customers and uh, growth and I, I'm like I say I'm so impressed with the thought and design of your business just the um, the steps you've taken and then what you've created it's just amazing thank you happy holidays to you and your listeners as well I thank you very much thanks so much for listening to my own boss podcast for more information you can visit us at myownbossimpact.com 